You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, The Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to The Trend Zone. Dave here with Casey and we are the Football Dudes. Are you ready, brother? Yes, bro. I am ready. Next stop, The Trend Zone. In today's episode, we'll talk about a couple of possible new acquisitions, a little Survivor, our fantasy go-back starts. We'll help you navigate through the major buy crunch. And, of course, we'll take a look at all of the awesome games coming up this week in the NFL. But first, Casey, let's get it started with a tasty nug for the people. Dave, I might need a big old bowl of that buy crunch after we get these nugs going, man. I'm starting to get a little hungry <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Dave, you know, it's normally three is a magic number, but in this case, it's seven. I don't know if you caught that game on Monday Night Football between the uh, the Bills and the Titans, but it had seven lead changes, Dave. The only other time wow. that happened in the 52-year history of Monday Night Football was in 2008 when my Dallas Cowboys kicked the crap out of the Philadelphia Eagles, 41 to 37. Now, Dave, previously this season, two other games had seven lead changes when Arizona beat Minnesota in week two and when your Chargers beat oh, yeah. the Cleveland Browns in week five. So, oh, Chargers. That's right. <laughs> Show me your lightning bolt. And, Dave, the games have been crazy this season. On average, at least one game a week, if not more, has had at least – five lead changes so it's frantic it comes down to the wire and sometimes it goes past the wire into overtime but yeah love it right we've had an overtime every single week at every least game. one yeah crazy crazy a little game on sunday that i watched between uh the cowboys and the patriots where the overtime kind of got me shook but it, it worked out <laughs> That was a a nail-biter indeed, Casey. Oh, boy. All right, folks, let's move along to the top trending stories of the week. Casey, what do you got? Yeah, another shocker here, dude. The Houston Texans, they released Whitney Merciless. He signs with the Green Bay Packers, and they're just um, picking up cut linebackers everywhere. Um, (laughs) They got Jalen Smith from my Cowboys. But look at this Texans defense, dude. Just a couple years ago, Merciless. What it's a shell of what it used to be, uh, Jadavion Clowney. So it is a complete rebuild or a disaster in Houston. Depends which way you look at that glass, dude. This glass is half empty, though. Oh boy, yeah, it started, <laughs> I guess, with trading all those picks for the for the linemen for the, for the Dolphins, oh. getting and then somehow finding a way to move your best receiver, one of the best receivers in the league, and this thing has spiraled way, way out of control, oh. Casey. Jeez, Casey, dude. Speaking of it spiraling out of control in Houston, apparently this is out there, Casey, that Miami is a little closer now, inching closer to try and do work through a trade for Deshaun Watson, dude. Yeah, and I don't know <laughs> I don't know how you sell this to your fan base right now. I mean, I obviously want to give him his due and let everything, all this extracurricular stuff, you know, yeah. take its course before we judge a guy because it's been a while, but it's not looking good. So I don't know how you bring this guy in right now and your fan base is like, yeah, this is our guy, especially when Tua is such a good guy mm-hmm. off the field. And shit, let's give this guy a chance. He's you know, barely a year removed from a catastrophic injury, played pretty well last week. They didn't get the W, but let's give this guy some time. So um, it yeah. seems like there is a little fire to this smoke, but wow, dude, I don't know, man. Ooh. Yeah, and it's like, has is, is, is anything happened on the Deshaun Watson front 
like in terms of resolving the situation, his his legal battles at this point? Is there any? I mean, it doesn't seem like anything's moved there. I, I agree with you. Let let's. He's not going to play this year. Let's let this thing play out with Tua, and we'll see where we're we're at at the end of the year, whether or not the Dolphins uh, have their guy because Tua could start to really light it up, man. You know? Yeah. So, all right, case moving it along. It's the Survivor, also known as the Three Strikes Pool. Um, how did you do this week, and um, who did you have? I had the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it was what we previously talked about, another overtime game. So it had me sweating a little bit. They had a nice lead that vanished in the fourth quarter. But yeah. I knew when the money was on the table that Geno Smith would come through for me, bro, and he did. <laughs> yeah, it's a sad story with Geno, man. It seems like he's playing well, playing well, playing well, but that tragedy is oh. around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Geno. I owe yeah. some pizza rolls. Uh, yeah, exactly. I had the uh, L.A. Rams over the Giants. My only regret there is that I used the Rams. It just seems like I, I, I maybe could have found a, a lesser team. Obviously, the Rams are on a roll. Um, they were, of course, the most popular pick over the Giants last week. The most popular incorrect pick was those Dolphins we were just talking about over the Jags over there in London. Yeah, dude, the most popular pick heading into next week are the Cardinals over the Texans. Yeesh. Yeah, that seems like easy money there, right? All That's right, Casey. lock, baby. <laughs> fantasy go back starts of the week, Casey. Did you have any fantasy uh, regrets that you would uh, go back in time and remedy? Dave, no regrets here. I mean, <laughs> the the only points I had on the bench, literally, because I had um, Mike Davis on a bye, uh, Corey Davis on a bye, Jerry Judy on IR, uh, Michael Carter on a buy. So Ramondre Stevenson was the only guy I had on the bench. He had 12 points, but uh, both my running backs, Najee and Chuba, did better than that. So congratulations to the Ronnie James Debo. He was able to best <laughs> me by eight points because of Mike Evans and a 2.7. Brutal. Yeah. Well, I had high score of the week, so I, I certainly don't have too many regrets with my monster score but had i benched keenan allen and amari cooper which i probably wouldn't have done but i did kind of <laughs> want to play i did kind of want to play waddle because when i i knew Tua was coming back that that him and Tua have that connection there if i'd have played uh waddle and robbie anderson who has really disappointed oh. this year i would have had an extra 15.6 points there uh m- making that double swap uh double swap but uh nonetheless uh can't regret too much when when you came out on top. So, well, that. it's going to be a lot tougher this week with week seven, Dave. Tons of buys going on. Oh, dude, no question. I mean, and that is why we're here to help you navigate, Casey. Why don't you tell the people a little something about is there a quarterback out there that's caught your eye that might be somebody that they should look into grabbing? Yeah, it's a little spunky guy named Derek Carr. They oh. got the big win in uh, Broncoville last week, and he's got the Philadelphia Eagles coming to town. He's got 10 TDs on the season. Um, him and Ruggs have a nice uh, repertoire going on. So um, if you need to get it going on the freeway, why don't you try a little Derek Carr action, Dave? Well, you got a running back, bro. Yeah. Uh, running back, as usual, is slim pickings, Casey, especially with six teams uh, on a bye this week. But Ugh. 
How about Naeem Hines uh, of the Colts? They've sort of got it pointed in the right direction there in the last couple of weeks with the Colts. Um, And they obviously like to run the ball. He's the second back there that's going to get the second, uh, you know, touches and stuff. So, uh, you know, maybe Hines busts off a couple for you. Yeah, David, receiver, um, there's a lot of guys that you can throw a dart board, throw a dart at, and you might get some productivity out of them. I'm going to go ahead and go with Marquez Callaway, number one, because they're playing the Seahawks and everybody seems to have a go with them. But this yeah. guy going into their bye week, he had eight targets. I only got four of them, but had two touchdowns. So Jameis is looking at him for the pay dirt. So um, you might get lucky with a little Callaway. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving over to tight end, Casey. I'm going to go with my indie theme, Mo Alley Cox. Uh, he's out there available. And you know what? <clears throat> There's not a lot of going on out there, but I think Mo Alley Cox, you know, he's not the, the primary target there at tight end, but uh, he'll get some targets and uh, might be able to uh, hit hit some points for you this week if Dave, you're, you're desperate. You're a big fan of Cox. I like it. <laughs> big Cox. Huge Cox. Okay. I'm huge on Cox, man. All right, Casey. Enough of this nonsense. Um, so let's let's move on to the real action, Casey. And we'll take a look at some of these awesome football games um, heading into the weekend. 23 games with game-winning scores in the final minutes of regulation or overtime this season. That's the most such games through the first six weeks of all time. The league is ne- has never been more competitive. It always seems to be that way. But here we are, again, pushing the parameters of how competitive this league really is. Dave, and isn't it a little weird that, like, they changed the overtime rules to make it 10 minutes? And since they've done that, we've seen a crap ton of overtime games. I don't know yeah. if I'm a conspiracy theorist, but as soon as that changed, guess what? We have overtime every week. But I ain't complaining because Mo Free Football is good football, Dave. And that 10-minute clock, man, that just oh, that, that lights a fire. You know? I didn't like it at first. Now I love it. I couldn't yeah. see through the forest, through the trees, but I am completely yeah. on board, Dave. It's urgent, you know, for both squads. All so. right, Dave, let's get this thing cracking. we got Thursday night football. The Denver Broncos at the Cleveland Browns, and the Brownies are somehow still four-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Yeah, unbelievable. How about – um? They might update that one, Casey. We'll see. But uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and push this Browns, uh, this Broncos team, rather. Uh, you know, they're coming off of, uh, of a disappointing loss, I think, with uh, they lost uh, Oakland there, uh, divisional, and also the way, the sort of the turmoil that Oakland was under. But Vegas. Uh, Oh, yeah, excuse me, Vegas. I'm old school. Um, but Teddy B, dude, has uh, been playing well. And in fact, last week he had 70, 71% plus 334 yards, three touchdowns, but he did throw three picks uh, in there as well. The combination of Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams has uh, done pretty good for them on the ground game. They've been banged up at receiver. Um, and uh, it looks like um, who's the, uh, the the speedster, the young guy, Casey, who's unavailable at this Judy. Point. Judy, Jerry, Judy, Judy, Judy. It does not look like he's going to be able to go. There is a chance, though. Um, but uh, Cortland Sutton coming off an eight, eight yeah. catch and a touchdown weekend. Tim Pat- Patrick has been real good. He had a score also in their last game. So um, uh, they've got some weapons there. Uh, for sure at wide receiver, even without Judy uh, in the mix there. And also this just in, somebody should notify the authorities because Von Miller has threatened to kill <laughs> the tackle that he go is going against. So just want to put that out there that, that 
He's made it very clear what is that nameless tackle that Vaughn doesn't care who the hell it is. And I think he is going to accomplish the job, Dave. And if you are looking for a reason to tune into this Thursday night game, I hope it wasn't Baker Mayfield, Kareem Hunt or Nick Chubb, because (laughs) those guys definitely aren't playing. OBJ is probably not playing. Case Keenum is going to get the start and you could definitely do worse than Case as your your um, quarterback going in there. But uh, Dearness Johnson, he's going to get his first career start for the Brownies. So. Hopefully they can get a little something going in the uh, backfield there. But, Dave, that defense, man, they got tore up by the Cardinals last week. And, Oof. you know, the the Browns have been in all these games, barring last week's game. But now with all these injuries mounting, dude, it's going south quickly for these guys. So um, yeah. they're going to have to rally it and figure out a way to try to beat these Broncos. But, man, good luck with that. No doubt about it. All right. Up next, it's the Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are at home favored by six and a half. This one's pretty impressive. Battle for the AFC North uh, here, Casey. And the Bengals are in this battle, <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. and sometimes in past, it's looked like there was a battle for it. It was just kind of happenstance. But these Bengals, dude, I feel like they're really turning the corner, man. Joe sure. Mixon leading the league in rushing. Uh, Joey B, man, him and Jamar Chase are lighting it up, bro. They've rekindled that connection there and um you know jamar had all the drops in the preseason that's not been the case he's uh you've got at least 75 yards in each of the last few games so i really like what's going on there on offense need to add a couple more pieces to the defense but um this could be a statement win for these Bengals. oh it Um, would be but uh, that's easier said than done dude because we got a (laughs) first-hand taste of how good these ravens are playing last week no question. Uh, yeah, obviously, we'll go back two weeks real quick and talk about the primetime game against the Colts and how how well Lamar played, especially. Obviously, oh. they, they started off poorly, kind of, and got in a hole. But, man, did he light it up uh, in the second half and late in that game. In particular, Lamar throwing the ball exceptionally well. Uh, uh, and Mark Andrews just seems to be always open uh, when you need him to move the chains. But let's go back to last week because they absolutely, it was one of the bigger showdown games uh, between two four and one teams when the Chargers went to Baltimore and the Baltimore Ravens actually whooped them in all three phases. Uh, It was not even close. And um, it was a very impressive win. The way they lined their defense up, it was all over the field. It seemed like they were playing with 15 or 16 bodies on the field. They were after Justin Herbert inside two seconds on every single play. Um, if they're going to be doing that uh, to Joe Burrow, it is going to be a long day for Burrow. It's going to be pretty difficult. Um, running the football, Murray has been banged up. Don't know if he's going to go on this one. Doesn't look good. So it'll be Devontae Freeman. Le'Veon Bell scored a touchdown last week. And what do you just bring in running backs from the early 2000s and saying that they're on I the mean, Ravens now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all they need, really, because they can just plug dudes into that system. They have such a dynamic run game. And don't forget, Marquise Brown gives them that speed element. Uh, so it's uh, this is a good looking team right now, man. All right, Dave, this looked like it was going to be a great game when the schedule makers put it together. A couple of first-place teams from last year. Washington football team at the Green Bay Packers, and the Packers are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, woof. Um, and I'll tell you what, yeah, it did look like a great game when the Redskins, oh, excuse me, the, the FT was a playoff squad last year. And when uh, Heineke got into that playoff game and played like he did, and it was pretty dang exciting. And then this year, uh, Heineke, you know, he thought early on that it was his job 
not so fast. Doesn't look like things are going nearly as well for the FT as they had hoped. Um, and then on the other side, the Packers started the season, obviously, with a dud, but have really, really clicked ever since then. Um, apparently, um, Rodgers has ownership stake now in the Chicago Bears, which is pretty impressive. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be uh, a pretty, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be a pretty tall order if Washington thinks they're going to go to Green Bay and take care of business here. Go, go yeah, back. the FTs were supposed to have this amazing defense this year. It's not been the case, and they're losing yeah. a lot of football games because of it. Yep. True, true. All right. Up next, we have got the Atlanta Falcons at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins, uh, Falcons rather, on the road favored by a point and a half. Wow. Yeah, Falcons got their win in England a couple weeks ago. Miami got an L in England last week. I think this is the first time ever that a team's gone from England and not been on their bye week, but that's a quick mm. little jump from Miami winging on over to London. But, uh, you know, these games, I mean, these teams aren't in contention for any, anything. Miami thought they would be. Um, I guess the most exciting talk about these fins, though, is the potential Deshaun Watson uh, talk. But, uh, yeah, this is a game. <laughs> yeah, it is a football game on the schedule. <laughs> I'll watch it, Dave. I'll watch it. Oh, speaking of football games on the schedule, yes. we got the New York Jets at the New England Patriots, and the Pats are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, and this one's uh, interestingly the Jets are one and four, the Patriots two and four. Of course, the Jets coming off their bye, uh, and their last game was a a close one, but a loss uh, to Atlanta in London. And the Falcons, excuse me, the Patriots rather, coming off of uh, that really really uh, competitive game uh, against the Cowboys that they almost uh, stole away from your boys. Uh, it's you know this this Patriots team is two and four, but they could easily be four and two or even mm -hmm. better. Uh, they've been very very competitive, so I look for them to uh, to play well. And this you know it's a different time, but this is still the Patriots versus the Jets, unfortunately, and it, it is what it is. All right. Up next, we have the Carolina Panthers at the New York Giants. Panthers on the road favored by two and a half. And Dave, if this game would have happened about three weeks ago and the Carolina Panthers were 3-0 and and looking great, would have said, okay, but uh, it's, they've lost three in a row. Sam Darnold has not looked good. He started so strong, but now he's just giving the balls away. He's like Oprah with interceptions. For you, for you. <laughs> and the Giants, man, Danny Dimebag had done such a good job of holding on to the ball, not turning it over. That wasn't the case last week, and they got demolished by the Rams. So um, someone's going to have to win this game, Dave. Yeah, and uh, obviously we see when the difference for the Panthers when they have Christian McCaffrey and when they don't have Christian McCaffrey. So big, big difference. They still have a little tuba there. All right, Dave, up next. This is a great game, bro. We got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Tennessee Titans, and the Chefs are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Ooh, how about that? And, uh, yeah, wow, both these teams obviously, um, you know, need the win. But uh, the Chiefs at three and three, I mean, wow, uh, nobody saw that coming at the beginning of the year. Um, but they did. They are coming off uh, off of a sort of a dismantling of the Washington uh, FT there where Mahomes was uh, playing some pretty good football there. Almost 400 yards passing and two touchdowns in that game. So, um you know, obviously look for them to get back on track. Tyreek Hill is a little bit banged up and uh, he was banged up last week, though, and he had nine catches for 76 yards and a touchdown. So uh, even a banged up Tyreek Hill is still very, very dangerous. Uh, the Chiefs defense is going to have their hands full, though, 
uh, going against uh, King Henry, dude. Yeah, what do we know about these Titans? They're good enough to beat the Bills, but they're bad enough to lose to the Jets. So it looks like they are putting it together a little bit. Um, But you mentioned, dude, Derrick Henry, bro. He's been moshing all over everybody, and that's bad news for a Chiefs defense that is getting run on by everybody not named King Henry. I mean, uh, Henry with the three TDs on Monday night brought those Titans back. They were down, I think, 10 points in the fourth quarter, and he just... He just ran away from everybody. It's so weird to see a guy so big and so fast. Uh, Just impressive. And A.J. Brown looks like he's getting a little help there. We're starting to see him. Not sure what the deal with Julio is going to be. But they're coming off a big win, an exhausting win. We'll see if they have enough to keep up with the firepower of those chefs. So uh, this is a good game, dude. And, you know, the loser, if it's the chefs, back under 500. So they want to avoid that. Both these teams like to hang around, hang around, and then win late, too. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see which formula works. Okay, up next, it's the late game, or the after the second uh, series of games, Casey. It's the Detroit Lions at the Los Angeles Rams. And in, in, in this one, the Rams are favored by 15 and a half. Woo! Yeah, wow. Oh, geez. Yeah, this is the uh, Jared Goff revenge game, or it's the Matt Stafford revenge game. You know, you know. That's right. Everybody's crapping all over uh, Goff with good reason. But since beginning of 2018, when uh, Goff led those Rams to the Super Bowl, he has 14,783 passing yards. The only people with more during that are Mahomes, Ryan, and Brady. So it's not the yards, Dave. It's the bad mistakes. It's the catastrophic mistakes that plagued this guy's career the whole time. And uh, Detroit is in shambles, dude. They're not going anywhere. And the Rams... uh, have sights on the Super Bowl, so um, this is probably going to be another blowout. Yeah, uh, uh, I can't imagine this being a competitive game, uh, but it certainly would be nice if the Lions showed up. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Dave, up next, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Raiders are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Yeah, and this uh, this Eagles uh, team led by Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, they're coming across, coming off of that um, loss to Tampa Bay on Thursday night. That was actually a pretty impressive performance. It looked like they were going to get completely blown out in that game. And they just hung around and hung around. And then they, they ended up losing only by six. Um, so I think the, the Buccaneers were kind of shocked about that. But uh, Jalen Hurts kind of started balling there. And you know, he puts together pretty good numbers when you add the 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 running along with the passing. Three touchdowns last week, two of them on the ground. Um, and Miles Sanders, although they hardly run the ball, uh, you know, they need to run the ball more to balance it out. But, uh, and Miles Sanders sort of popped off a bunch of them sort of, uh, in the last quarter of that game, uh, last week. So maybe that's a good sign. Uh, Devonte Smith, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's a, a weapon that they need to get more and more involved. And unfortunately, Goddard is still on the COVID list. Uh, I don't know if he'll be available. I, I will have to see how that goes moving forward. But uh, this uh, this Eagles defense is is going to have their hands full. But um, we'll see what they've got for these Raiders. Yeah, Rich, Rich Basaccia, baby, the special teams guru, uh, yeah. the interim head coach there, got the big divisional win in Denver um, last week. And these Raiders have looked very impressive at times. The, the you know, they beat the Ravens in week one, and this is a team that has the comeback ability, too. 
So um, I was really impressed with Kenyon Drake last week against those Broncos. Had a couple big scores. And I just like the way that the team rallied. We'll see if that was a, a one-weekend thing where they really, you know, got fired up and rallied together. Or if they can clean up all the crap and become the team that they want to be, man. This is a, this is a big game, dude. Yeah, I have to agree with that. It's just kind of pivotal stage for the Raiders right now. All right, up next is the Houston Texans at the Arizona Cardinals. Woo! So this number is 17 and a half favored. The Cardinals favored by 17 and a half. Casey, that's about as big as the numbers you get in the NFL. Dude, we have six teams on buys, and I think there's at least three or four double digit point spreads in these games. <laughs> and this Cardinals game, it could go one of two ways. It could be uh, they go to D hop and try to punish the Texans. For uh-huh. trading him, or should, should they say thank you and not give him the ball at all in this thing? I'm guessing that they're going to highlight him a lot in this game. Um, this will also be the Zach Ertz debut in the Cardinals. Uh, red, I'm thinking the Eagles might have wished they would have held off a week um, with the Dallas Goddard in the COVID. But he's going to make his debut for the Cardinals as if they needed another weapon. Um you know, this will be about the Cardinals finding motivation to stay undefeated. Can they drum it up against the Texans? They should be able to, but yeah, they'll be. I think, too, Dave. yeah, JJ Watt might have a little, <laughs> a little pep talk. Oh for him, yeah, too. another revenge factor. I totally forgot, <laughs> Dave. Any other star players that the Texans got rid of that are on the Cardinals yeah. now? Texans ejecting <laughs> players that end up on really good football teams. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, Dave, up next, we got the Chicago Bears at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not 17 and a half, but the Bucs are favored by 12 and a half. Fun fact, Dave, the Bucs have never opened a season six and one, but they never had Tom Brady until last year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to, I'm betting on them getting there, Casey, with this Bears team coming uh, into town. You know, the Bears have, um, have struggled obviously at three and three. It's surprising to me that they actually are three and three because it seems like they're worse than that. Um, but there they are at three and three, uh, coming off that loss to Green Bay, where obviously, like I mentioned, um, Aaron Rodgers owns them. But uh, you know, Justin Fields, it seems like he's incrementally playing a little bit better here and there. And we really do need to continue to see Justin Fields just to see uh, what they've got. There, it's a rookie uh, running back, Khalil Herbert. Uh, he had a, a pretty nice game, 97 yeah. yards last week. Uh, that is his first uh, career touchdown, so uh, good for him. Obviously, Montgomery. Since Montgomery went down, that's that's just an enormous loss uh, for this offensive squad. Um, but they still got Allen Robertson and uh, Darnell Mooney, so there are some weapons there, along with my former Notre Dame or Cole Komet. But um, it's going to be the defense that's really got their hands full with Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith and company trying to handle Tom Brady and the boys. Yeah, dude, this is going to be a big ask out of Justin Fields because you do not run on the Tampa Bay Bucks. That means it's all going to be on his shoulder. He's already a little gimpy from the hits he's taken. Um, guess what? Vita Vea and Damakon Sue. Shaq Barrett, baby, Devon White. It doesn't get any easier this week, and you're trying to keep pace with Tom Brady. Oh, and they had a mini bye week. The Bucks have been off since last Thursday, so um, it's going to be a tough game for the Bears, but it's going to be great learning experience for Fields. If mm-hmm. I have any advice for him, see what number 12 is doing on the other side of the field and try to mimic that, and you'll be okay. Sounds like a plan. All right, moving along to uh, Sunday night football, Casey, as the Indianapolis Colts head to San Francisco to play the 49ers. Niners at home favored by four and a half. 
Yeah, and these Colts, it seems like they're finally getting together. I guess uh, those um, sprained ankles from Carson Wentz are feeling a little better. He looked mm-hmm. pretty solid last week. And Jonathan Taylor, dude, this guy is a complete beast, man. He is running all over teams. You mentioned Naheem Himes. He's also involved in this running game, more as the the passing back out of the backfield. And speaking mm-hmm. of passing, they got T.Y. Hilton back last week. He had four catches for 80 yards. So uh, the Colts didn't get the start on the season that they wanted to, but they're starting to get where they want to go. So uh, this is a tough Niners team, but the Colts, they're right in this division, dude. They they can make up the ground on the Titans. And how about Darius Leonard, bro? This guy makes plays week after week. I don't know if you saw the bit on him a couple weeks ago when uh, he was projected as one of the worst draft picks uh, coming out of the draft just a couple years ago. Wow. he took that personal, and he's let the rest <laughs> of the league know about it. So uh, yeah. these Colts, man, they're trending in the right direction, bro. Yeah, for sure. And how about the 49ers on the other side? They do have to come off their bye, which is good news for them because they were pretty banged up at the quarterback position and the running back position. Uh, at running back, well, first of all, let's start with quarterback. It's It looks like Jimmy G is the only one practicing out of him and, and Trey Lance. So um, it looks like Jimmy's back. And when they have Jimmy G, uh, they tend to play, you know, winning football. Mm-hmm. He just can't stay healthy uh, long enough for them to put together enough wins. Uh, running the football, uh, Elijah Mitchell, the rookie, is um, is the starter. And um then they'll also have Trey Sermon kind of working in there. Um, another guy that's a rookie that um, that can get the job done. Obviously, a lot of their backs are banged up there. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk at at, um, at fullback is is probably going to be a, a a pretty big part of the offense too. Um, don't forget, of course, Debo Samuel and uh, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, so they can put it together and really make this a this should be a very interesting football game on their side. Bosa. And Fred Warner, uh, these guys can really uh, play some defense. So um, it's I, you know I look at this one. There's a lot of mystery involved in 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 this. Which which team can really put together a good game uh, here? It should be fun. Oh, Dave and Monday Night Football: Drew Brees versus Russell Wilson. Woo! Cannot wait. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Casey. But it no. is the Saints at the Seahawks, and the Saints are three and a half point favorites on the road. Yeah, and the Saints coming off their bye, and previous to that, they uh, they took care of business against Washington, and it was actually a pretty nice game for Winston. This has been a Jekyll and Hyde uh, football team this year, but uh, Winston uh, in that game had 279 yards passing and four touchdowns, so a real nice game, a very efficient game with a passer rating of 108. So um, if he can put together that kind of performance, uh, then uh, they'll be in great shape. And guess what? That C- Seahawks defense, where they basically play one of their safeties as an additional blitzer all the time, uh, that's probably really, really appealing uh, to uh, to uh, Jameis Winston and his big arm. But let's talk um, Alvin Kamara, too. Uh, 122 yards uh, and two touchdowns uh, last time out. So, uh, he's playing uh, some good football as well. Um, so, you know, this looks like an opportunity for the Saints uh, and for Jameis Winston to sort of put together a nice offensive performance against the Seahawks defense that's really been struggling. Yeah, and that's still going to be a tough place to play in front of the 12s, even without Russell Wilson. And 
to be honest, Geno Smith hasn't been terrible. It's had a couple costly mistakes, although I think it was a PI on his interception a couple weeks ago against the Rams. It didn't get called, but last week had the huge fumble, but he was playing solid before that. He's got to keep it up. He's got to play mistake-free football, get that football out to DK and Tyler, try to get some mojo going there. Alex Collins was actually really nice running the ball last week against the Steelers. He went over 100 yards and had a touchdown. Um Pete Carroll said Rashad Penny is close. He might even be back in this thing. And if he can get in there and supplement that run game, that is a nice one-two punch. But this defense is still um, in bad shape. And the bad Mm -hmm. news here is these guys don't have any draft picks. The uh, Jets are getting their first rounder this year, too. So um, I wouldn't quite say it's in rebuild, but you got no dangerous and you got no draft picks. Uh, You know, it's Monday Night Football, so I'll be watching. But um, yep. You know, the, and, the, you know, that, like I said, it's a hard place to play. So something can happen. They could find a play, way to rally. But I like that Saints defense a lot. And I, yeah. I think that is probably going to be the difference in this game. No question. All right, folks, that is going to do it. So many ways, folks, to check out the football dudes available for subscription on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Etc. Etc. Anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah, go ahead, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Instagram and Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at Football Dudes LA, and make sure you tag us across all social media platforms. We really appreciate it. Or just go to FootballDudes.com. It's all there for you. That is going to do it for this episode of the Trend Zone. He's Casey. I'm Dave. We're the Football Dudes, and we are out of here.